ASMR. R. R. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're off to a great start right here. Can you make my voice sound more masculine? You're asking, can I deepen your voice? Sure. Good try. I wish we could like recorded that and that would have been in the podcast. Do you think you could make my voice deeper, like edit it to be more masculine? Welcome to The Daily Brew, from the Stanford Daily. I'm Ellie Wong, and in this episode, we'll be talking to the writers of the satire piece, Top 11 Ways to Embarrass Your Child, which is featured in the Stanford Daily Magazine. So my name is Patrick Monreal. Um, I'm a sophomore here. Uh, I was formerly the satire editor until about a week ago. Um, I got fired, (laughs) money laundering, mostly. There was some other stuff, too. Okay, I'm just kidding. Uh, My name is Ben Midler. I am a staff writer at the Daily Satire section. Uh, I applied to be the editor to take uh, Patrick's job, but it wasn't meant to be. I had no say. Oh, you you definitely had a say. You stabbed me in the back, Patrick, and I'll never forgive you for that. But um, here I am, living out my bitterness, talking about satire for the Daily Podcast. We first started um, talking about ideas for this magazine satire article back in like, late November, early December, uh, just listing some ideas. This uh, issue of the magazine is coming out on Parents Weekend, so we definitely wanted to make it parent-related in some way. Um, and then I just feel like the top 11 ways to embarrass your child is just a very ripe topic. Um, one that both parents and students will enjoy. Having such a, an involved and supportive section really helped in terms of coming up with funny ideas. Uh, I mean, like that's how section and pitch meetings work every week. We just toss around ideas to see what's funny, and then someone volunteers to write it. So then, who decides what's funny and what gets put in the article? It's weird as an editor to to look at like articles or look at like listicles and decide what's funny or not like I'm not the gatekeeper of what's funny like what's funny to me like isn't always funny to someone else or like I might miss things so as an editor I try to air what a former yeah former editor do you want to say it louder former editor probably stress the former a little bit former with a capital f mind okay perfect so former editor as the former editor um I try I always try to err on the side the writer like like an but if I'm really unsure about something, that's when I send it to other people. I'd be like, hey, is this funny? Because ultimately, like, I'm not the decider of what's funny. Jerry Seinfeld's the decider of what's funny. Yeah, so Jer- Jerry Seinfeld might be the decider of what's funny. I remember the particular meeting, I think it was week three, when we were talking about the ASSU article and Holden, the editor-in-chief, or at the time, soon-to-be editor-in-chief, came by and, and, and told us not to write about certain things for concern of being sued. Um, yeah. So Jerry Seinfeld is a gatekeeper of what's funny, Holden is a gatekeeper of what won't get us sued by certain unnamed and unbecoming ASSU senators. Oh my gosh. Litigation. It's always fun. After many tangents, we finally got around to talking about the article itself. Here are the jokes that Ben and Patrick personally liked the best. I, I think... There, there's a the line where it says, uh, ask where the restroom is, and then come back to ask where the gendered restrooms are. There's something funny about that one because it's real. Like, like not my own parents, but um, I've had uh, 
kind of a friend of a parent do the same thing to me, like where they ask for the restroom is and I point to it and then they like, they're nice about it too. They're like, oh, like, is there like a, like an all male bathroom? And, and I'm like, not here. <laughs> that one's definitely happened before. For, for a similar reason, I think I, I like the interrogating the marriage pact match. Um, because that's... Did you write that one? Oh, I, you know, I think I did. Thank you for reminding me, Patrick. <laughs> um, because, like, again, that's something that sort of happened to me. You know, I had my marriage pact match, and my, I think my, my brother told my parents that this is a thing that happened, and I kept asking, oh, who is it, Ben, and all this stuff, and it was a very traumatic experience. Um, so hopefully that's one that other people can relate to and find funny. Did you, did you reach out to your marriage pack? Yeah, we, we got Wait, coffee once. To the article. Yeah. You got coffee? Yeah. No, she's very nice. Um, she's probably going to listen to this. Goodness. Ben and Patrick also had a few jokes that they wished made the cut, but didn't. I guess for context, like we all came up with this list and Ben's the one who whittled it down. So, <laughs> so I guess everything in here is what Ben thinks is funny. But, uh, I don't know, I, I really like have a photo shoot with your child in front of Memchu. Like, that, that's a good one. Like, like I think, um, imagine that someone, like, setting a photo shoot, like, that, that's happened before. So, yes, and it probably will happen, which is part of the reason why I sort of left it out. Because yeah. you, you need that some kind of level of, of unbelievability about it. So it's like the one about photo shoot in front of Memchu, and also the one about asking your child's professor for a regrade on their paper because you know they're a special snowflake who deserves an A plus instead of an A minus. I feel like that definitely has happened and will happen. Um, so kind of not wanting to call out the people who do that, although maybe those people do deserve to be called out, to be honest. Asking your child why they spend so much on tissues and lotion. Who wrote that one? <laughs> A lot of ones about Stanford misconnections, but I, I did include one, so I felt like one was enough. Just a quick misconnection story. So over the weekend, there was a misconnections post that said, like, to Ben, who is around 5'9", and was at TAP or whatever on Saturday night, like, give me back your jacket that you stole. And I saw that, and i just like to point out, my name is Ben. I'm around 5'9 in height. And I was at TAP twice on the night of the incident. And it was not me, which is something I've had to correct a few people on who come up and be like, Ben, why'd you steal this person's jacket? It wasn't me. If you are the person whose jacket was stolen, I feel for your loss. But again, it wasn't me. Goodness. And for any aspiring satire writers out there, here are a few tips for you. I always tell my writers, like, the headline's the most important thing. Ben's probably heard it way too many times. But, but, but once you come up with a headline, like once you have that punchline, then the article just kind of flows from there. Um, so if you really want to write an article, have an idea for an article, start with the headline. So for, for the sake of introducing some contention into this podcast, and because I'm allergic to agreeing with Patrick on anything, um, there have been a number of instances in which I followed his advice and started with the headline, and then about 100 words into the article, I've really struggled to figure out what comes next. So I will half agree with you. The headline is important, but you, you need to have a more fully fleshed out idea than just a headline. Well, it all evolves. You just like change it as you go, but you start with the headline. 
Okay, sure. Start with the headline. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, in terms of advice, I don't really don't feel qualified to give advice. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I know how to. I know how to get start in satire by joining the satire. Oh section. yes, yes. If you are interested and are a Stanford student, actually, even if you're not a Stanford student, well, <laughs> come, actually, come down to the Daily Satire. <laughs> You do have to be a Stanford student. If you're cool and you're down to hang, um, our meetings are what, seven on Sundays now? Yeah, in the Daily Building. Come write for us. For their full article, Top 11 Ways to Embarrass Your Child, visit the Stanford Daily website or find it in the Stanford Daily Magazine. For more podcasts by The Daily Brew, visit stanforddaily.com slash category slash podcasts.